Welcome to Simply Happy, a show where you'll be learning how to shift into a more positive perspective in easy-to-manage steps. Who am I? My name's Olivia. I'm a mother, a wife, the driven woman behind SimplyAlley.com, and someone who ditched bipolar, anxiety, and depression through mastering my mindset and emotions. So let's chat about some tips that have helped transform my life and many others, because life doesn't need to look perfect to be happy. Hey there, what's up? It's your girl Olivia coming at you with the steps you need to take to up-level your mental health game because that's how you go from just surviving to full-on thriving. Heck yes! All right. I am super pumped, as always, for this episode. We are going to be talking about using awareness to control your emotions because yes, You can control your emotions. It might feel really hard, but it's possible. And I am here to help you do that. So before we talk about that, I want to remind you that doors for my signature program, Beat the Bad, are opening March 10th. I am so thrilled about this. I am so excited. I hope you are too. If you are someone who has been struggling with bipolar, anxiety, and or depression and, you know, the meds and and therapy route just doesn't feel like it's for you or it's not working for you, this is a program that you need. This is a program that you need to like really consider looking at and joining. Um, Basically, we're going to help you beat the bad, right, through self-empowerment, through building up belief, love, and trust within yourself so that you feel in control of your life and who you are and all that good stuff, okay? So I am going to be taking you through over the, the span of eight beautiful weeks <laughs> the exactly how I beat bipolar anxiety and depression and how all of my students are beating it. So that is what I'm going to be teaching in there. You can learn more about that at www.simplyalley.com slash BTB. You can also join the waitlist there because there are perks to being on the waitlist, just so you know. Um, And you can also hear me talk about it more at the end of this episode. So just keep listening after I say bye. Um, and you'll be able to hear more about the program. So let's go ahead and read review of the week, which is from Zwill515. And it is a five-star review that is titled Great Podcast. And it says great podcast and very helpful. Thank you so much, Zwill. I appreciate it. And if you haven't already, please definitely take a moment, go leave a review. It means the world to me and it really does help the podcast out. So if you've been getting value from this, please take a second, leave a review. I'd really appreciate it. Um, Let's go ahead and talk about using awareness to control your emotions because you heard me talk a couple episodes back um, about not needing to know the why, not needing to know why you're here right now and uh, why you're here right now. I was born. No, not needing to know why you're dealing with bipolar anxiety or depression, right? So not, not knowing why that's happened, but rather knowing what is happening right now, what you're struggling with, how you're reacting, how you're responding. Um, Basically, getting aware, right? Because awareness is one of the most powerful tools you can use to control your emotions. But it can also feel like the hardest. Um, I'm just going to be completely honest. Not that it is the hardest, but it can feel like the hardest. So don't get it twisted. Okay, (laughs) it doesn't have to be hard. Um, Please don't think it does. But really creating that awareness for yourself is how you 
that's where you start when it comes to stepping in, when it comes to changing the course of how your emotions are going and, and how you're feeling, right? How you're thinking, all that good stuff. So, you know, you might shy away from awareness because before, right, it might have led you to feel guilt, shame, disgust, worthlessness, like I could keep going, okay, but I'm not going to. <laughs> but it's like that awareness can... It, your experience might and probably has been that when you become aware of your emotions, when you become aware of the situation that you're in or how you're behaving or how you're thinking or feeling or any of those things, that it then became this this portal, if you will, to then just beat yourself up and put yourself down more. I know that that was always my case, is that like I'll literally give you an example and it's and it's, it's not pretty, okay, but it's, it was my life, it was what I experienced, so I'm going to share it with you. But I would, I would sit there and I would just be bawling and crying and hating myself and not necessarily hating my life, but honestly just hating myself for being the way I was being. And so I would self-harm. I would sit there and I'll, I'll go with one of the lighter versions of self-harm, but I would sit there and I would, I would punch myself over and over and over and over and over until my bones felt like they were aching and I was just horribly bruised. And I would sit there and I would punch my, my legs usually. And after I would do that, I would like feel this sick relief, right? Because I was like, ah, like I let out all this anger and aggression that I had towards myself. I had let it out, but I then became aware of what I did. I became aware of how upset I was. I became aware of how angry I was. And I became very aware that I was hitting myself. And so that awareness then fueled me feeling disgusted and ashamed and hello, hello, my husband coughing. Um, but it led me to feeling disgusted and ashamed and just like, horrible about myself. I'm like, you just did that to yourself. Like you just treated yourself that way. And then I would cry more and then I would hate myself more. And then I would hurt myself more. And it was the worst vicious cycle you could imagine. Like I just kept getting stuck in that loop. It was like the worst groundhog day within a matter of minutes. <laughs> but, but, you know, that's, that's, I think why awareness is something that people who are experiencing the bad steer so clear from because awareness is has is typically this portal to like beating ourselves up and not, literally or figuratively however you want to do it but like it's it's this way that we put ourselves down and think less of ourselves and so we don't want to go there like we don't want to look at the dark stuff because then we feel awful about the dark stuff and so we stop going there so what i want you to know is that you can use awareness in an incredibly constructive way and that you can actually use it to then control your emotions rather than how I dealt with it, having that awareness actually feed into me having less control of my emotions. Um, because it's important to use awareness, right? Using it to objectively see what's happening. Because as, as you kind of heard from my story, that awareness fueled fueled a story. It fueled a narrative that I should be ashamed of myself, that I was wrong, that I was like an awful person, that I was disgusting. Like who, how horrible of a person do I have to be to keep hurting myself? Like bleh. So 
It fueled this narrative rather than just seeing it as you just hurt yourself. Like, and taking a moment to just pause and leave it at that. You just hurt yourself. And giving it some space. I didn't do that. I, I saw it. I brought awareness to it. And then I let it feel something awful. So you can use it objectively to see what's happening, right? And so what I like to teach my students, um, especially in my program Beat the Bad, is to change everything that you see into not a reason to be more upset or not a reason to feel stuck or, or not something to be ashamed of, but to actually see it as an opportunity, to see everything as an opportunity and to step in and change the course of it or push through it faster. So I'm going to explain what I mean by that because you're probably like, what? (laughs) Yeah, like I'm saying like I should have seen like me hitting myself as an opportunity, not a reason to blame myself, but actually as a a good thing, as an opportunity. I know that seems twisted and backwards, but trust me, I've got a point. (laughs) But basically what you can do is this is this is the the tricky part about it is that when you when you start bringing awareness to it to see it objectively to not fuel a narrative to not fuel a story to not use it as punishment for yourself but to actually see what's happening right focusing on that that what like what's happening right now um like i was talking about not needing to know the why so focusing on the what but when you see it that way it's it's it feels tough at first it it can feel tough at first because You don't know how to step in yet. So you have to just bear witness to all of these things that you probably don't like about yourself. Like, you know, I mean, it could be, it could be anything when you're dealing with depression, bipolar, anxiety, like any of that stuff. Like we can be so upset and just unloving of our own behavior and, and especially if we've connected it with who we are. Um, and I hope that you've been practicing, like I talked about in, in episode 95, where, you know, you look at it as a habit and not who you are. So I'm going to give you a different example than the one I gave you earlier. But when you change seeing things into an opportunity, you, you start to kind of look at it like a puzzle, if you will. <laughs> you look at it like, okay, I just need to see how things play out. I need to, and a lot of times it starts with experiencing it and then sitting there and being like, okay, what just happened? I want to, to, to relive or to, to go back through what just happened. And so for me, one of those, one of those instances was that when I was dealing with, um, um, my, my mood would start to shift, right? So talking about like the, the bipolar, my mood would start to shift and it would, it would go from, I'd be totally fine. I'd be like, I'm talking to you now. I'd be like upbeat. It'd be good. Everything would be okay. And then all of a sudden, I would get tense and I'd start to get really angry. And then I would get short. I would get um, frustrated. And this is this is all coming from awareness. This is because I took the time to like look at it and be like, okay, what are you doing? What are you thinking? What are you doing? How's your body responding? All that stuff. So I started seeing it and I was like, your heart starts racing. You start talking really short with people. You start getting set off by the littlest things. Like everything's making you mad. And I started looking at that and then I realized that eventually I would shift from being super angry into being super sad. And so I would go from that anger and then I would just break down crying and then I would start thinking about how awful of a person I am and it would 
like go into that. And then finally, everything would kind of settle. And I'd, and I'd come back to this normal. I'd come back to this like feeling of, okay, like a middle ground. I wasn't angry. I wasn't sad, but I wasn't happy. Right. I was just calmish. <laughs> um, but I started using awareness to, to see how that played out so that I could start stepping in. I could start getting creative and start problem solving and I could start stepping in so that I could start controlling my emotions better. So when I was talking about earlier that you can either change the course of something or push through faster, I noticed that like, so I would go in and I'd be like, okay, I'm going to, I'm going to try to go from angry to calm. And I found that that was a, that wasn't a gap I couldn't, I couldn't pull. Like I just, I just wasn't sure how to do it. I wasn't meditating at that time. Probably would have helped if I was meditating at that time. Um, but I, you know, like, so instead of me going, okay, I'm going to like turn my anger into something different, um, which is, which is totally possible. Um, you know, you could transmute like an emotion of anger. And I think that changing the course of it, um, can come with practice when you start learning how to intentionally tap into emotions. Um, so like using breathing and your thoughts to then calm yourself down, um, meditating or going for a walk and knowing how to shift your perspective and, 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 you know, tap into like, okay, what does happiness feel like? What does that make my body feel? What does that make my thoughts do? Like, how is, does my posture change? Like, you can start very intentionally bringing up emotions um, that you want. And so that's how you kind of change that course. But if you, if you feel like that's too big a jump, like I did when I first started, then you can focus on pushing through faster because you've brought awareness to the situation, right? You've brought attention and awareness to, to how things play out. And so I saw that like, okay, I'd always go from getting really angry to really sad. But sometimes that took quite a while. I would be really angry for a while. And then finally I'd reached this breaking point where then I got sad. And so what I started doing was because I had the awareness of that, um, for instance, I was, I was, we were in the car driving once. Um, I was with, I was with my husband and he, he was like just asking me what I wanted for dinner. And I was like, I don't know. Like, I just got really short, really mad, really fast. And, and I, you know, and so at that point I did have, a, oh my gosh, I did have enough to, awareness to be like, hey, give me a minute. <laughs> like I didn't sound pretty, but I was like, hey, give me a minute. And so, and he knew that that was kind of my cue to him to be like, okay, I'm going to give her some space so she can work through whatever she needs to work through. And, um, that is something I t- teach all about in the communication module of my program. Um, but regardless, so basically I, I would sit there and I'm like, okay, I know that my next step is to get real sad and to start crying. <laughs> so basically I would let that anger just turn into sadness and it didn't need to take as long. So in that car ride, I went from really angry and he was like, I don't know what's happening with you right now, but you're being really short with me. And I was like, okay, give me a second. And so I took that anger and I was like, okay, you know, you need to cry. And so I looked down and I just let myself just stop being angry and start crying. So I allowed myself to shift from kind of from one emotion to what was the next natural emotion for myself at that point in time. Um, The next, you know, step on the on the path that I was already on. I don't know. But and then I started crying. And then I was like, I know that after I'm done crying, I kind of hit this place of calm 
And so then I'd allow myself to cry really hard. I wouldn't talk to anybody. I would just cry. And then I'd start to do some more breathing. And then I'd be able to bring myself to the state of calm. So I was able to start controlling my emotions. Could I change them on the drop of a dime? No. But I could start doing the next step that I that my brain was already prepared to do. Right? Because like I said, <laughs> mental illness is a habit. So I just followed that pattern because I brought awareness to it. Now, if I was always turning a blind eye and I was like, I don't want to think about it. I don't want to talk about it. I don't want to whatever. I don't want to look at it. Then I wouldn't have never known to do that and to practice that and then to teach my body to move through it faster and then eventually to teach my body to change course altogether to a point where if I noticed myself getting short and getting angry, I'm like, okay, no, let's shut this down. Let's Let's bring it back to a state of calm. And so that's what I want you to know is that that awareness that can feel really tough and really difficult is your superpower if you use it the right way. And not to put like pressure on it, but like I said, like don't use it as a, as a reason to beat yourself up. I wasn't sitting there going, oh, I'm like so mad at myself for getting angry in the first place. Like, oh, how could I have done that? And then the next thing I'm going to do is cry. Like how ridiculous is that, that I have to go from angry to crying? Like I could have gone that path, but instead I was like, nope, I'm angry. That's what's happening. And then next I'm going to be sad. So I might as well try to push myself into that sadness a little quicker <laughs> and then help myself get out of it. So you basically focus on that awareness and it, and it started, it didn't start with those specifics of saying, Hey, I can see that my heart is racing and that my thoughts are, are like really irritated and that I'm speaking really short with people. It started with going, Hey, you go from normal to angry to sad to okay. That's how it started. And so I'm going to tell you that like when it comes to building this awareness to control your emotions, just rinse, repeat and refine it. Okay. That's what it takes is to have that awareness and then go, okay, the next time I experience it, I'm going to pay more attention and then I'm going to pay more attention. And you have to let yourself go through it so that you can learn from your own experience. That's what's, that's what's so valuable. And that's why like, I know I keep bringing up my program, but that's like, it's my bread and butter. It's my heart and soul. <laughs> but, you know, I, I tell people it's not a, it's not a one size fits all. It's creating your custom solution to what you're experiencing. So I teach them to learn from themselves and to step in with what's going to work best for themselves, because that's, that's what awareness is allowing you to do is to be able to create the best solution that you need that's going to work for you to help push you through it and get you out of it or to help you change course and stop it altogether. So, you know, your answers don't, don't lie in understanding the past. They're right in front of you. They've been in front of you the whole time. We've just been too scared to look at it. So I want to encourage you to not be so scared to know that you can just see something for what it is. It doesn't need to feed into this bigger story of who you are or you know, who, who you'll always be or who you were or whatever. It doesn't need to feed into that. You can just see it for what it is and then see it as an opportunity, as a bunch of little opportunities. And like I said, the more you see it, the more you're going to be able to refine and take something like anger and turn it into my heart's racing. I'm being rude. I'm getting short with people. Um, you know, my thoughts, like 
I'm getting like really upset over the littlest things like somebody asking me where I want to go for dinner, <laughs> like anything like that. Like you can start to then break it apart even smaller. And when you do, it's more opportunities to step in because then you notice it and you're like, oh, I'm getting short with people. I can step in here. Oh, like it's all these little opportunities. It's beautiful. And Honestly, like this is just a little piece of what I teach in module five, which is episode navigation of my program, Beat the Bad. And that is the module that is the absolute game changer for every single student that goes through my program. When they get to that module, they're just like, what? (laughs) Like, this is so helpful. And they're able to start like really stepping in and controlling their emotions. And by the time they reach module five, the cool part is everything before that is learning a bunch of different tools. And so they know how to step in. And if you've been listening to this podcast and you've been learning tools this whole time, so I want to encourage you to put this into practice too. So you've made that perspective shift and you've seen that, you know, the bad is a habit and that it doesn't have to, it's not who you are, but it's just a pattern that you can step in and break. So that's where you gain that, that, you know, not control, but that belief that it's possible. This is a skill where you start stepping in and you start gaining control. And that's when you can start seeing like really big change. So I hope that you found this helpful. And I want to encourage you that, again, like this is, this is what I teach. Like this is, this is what lights my freaking soul up. And when I see people just break free of this stuff, it's the most beautiful thing. I actually was talking to one of my students who has been, um, it's, it's five months since she started and she was just talking about how happy she is and how she's never felt so free. And she was somebody who dealt with trauma and, and oh my gosh. And she went through so, so many obstacles. She went through two moves, family drama, like, so like this relationship separation while she was in the program and five months, like, later she was just like blissfully happy and I just like cried (laughs) I straight up cried because it just it's amazing to see that that people can break free of this and she was somebody who had been doing like been doing the medication and therapy route her whole life and she was like it's just not doing anything and um yeah it's just it's a beautiful beautiful thing so I want to encourage you you know doors are opening March 10th and if this is something where you're like yes, I want to learn more, listen at the end, or go to www.simplyolly.com slash btb, and you can read about it. You can read stories. You can read what the program's about, all the details, all that good stuff, Um, and you can hop on the wait list too. So I hope you enjoyed this episode, and thank you so much for listening. I love you so much. As always, you keep saying Simply Awesome. I'll keep saying Simply Ollie, and I'll chat with you on the next pod. Bye. Hey there, before we totally wrap things up, I want to check in with you, my friend. If you've been wanting to break free from struggling with bipolar, anxiety, and or depression, but the meds and therapy route just isn't feeling like your jam, you are not the only one. I felt the same way when I used to live with the bad. Meds made life foggy and therapy didn't offer me the clear steps to getting better that I so desperately craved. So I spent nearly 10 years figuring out how to break free from mental illness in a way that allowed me to feel in control, empowered, happy, and thriving. Now it's my mission in life to help more people do the same. That's exactly why I created my signature program, Beat the Bad. 
This is an eight-week program where I teach you the exact steps to conquer bipolar anxiety and depression. Look, these are tried and true practical steps that my students love because they are easy to use in everyday life. It's helped Shelby find freedom from depression through self-love. It's helped Allison build confidence and break free from years of struggling with anxiety and depression. Jessica now breezes through fear and Ashley can make anxiety take a back seat while she pursues the things that she's always wanted to do. Jody even turned her entire life around in just eight months after dealing with the bad for 15 years and trying all of the things with no success. Seriously, this is the program I wish had existed when I was struggling so hard with bipolar anxiety and depression. So if you're determined to beat the bad, create the change you've been wanting for so long, and live a life where you're finally thriving, then I'm here to help you make it happen. Simply go to www.simplyolly.com btb to learn more. You can find that link in the show notes, or you can send me a DM on Instagram at TheRealSimplyOlly so that we can chat more about it. I can't wait to see you beat the bad.